0: To Childish Behavior,
1: The spaz
0: Misadventures of Two Family Pastors. <laughs> you ready? Good morning everybody and welcome to Childish Behavior. Today in the internet studios, we look at Disney's The Lion King. They had already mined all of the old Brothers Grimm tales. So then they're like, let's do Shakespeare. Hamlet with lions. Childish behaviors. Pop. Culture. Showdown. Showdown. A tale
1: of two lions. lions.
0: We have two Lion King movies. One in 1994 and the other in 2019.
1: Ladies and gentlemen... Mm, let's get ready to rumble! In, this, In this,
0: quarter, this quarter, The Lion King 1994 was directed by Roger Allers and Rob Minkoff. Its release date was June 24th, 1991. 4. Runtime was an hour and 29 minutes. It was the 32nd Disney animated feature film and the fifth film produced during the period known as the Disney Renaissance. It won two Academy Awards. The Rotten Tomatoes score is an 8.39 out of 10. So that was the critics' response. The audience's response was a solid A+. Audiences loved this movie. This was one of my favorite movies growing up. They claimed that while writing the script, it went through many drafts and were inspired not only by Hamlet, but the biblical stories of Joseph and Moses, which is pretty cool. Lion King Controversy There was also a Japanese anime Jungle Emperor TV series in the 1960s in the style of Voltron that had a character called Kimba by a man named Osama Tezuka. He was inspired by Bambi and Disney and animated a lot of his features to be Disney-like. Oftentimes people would call him the Walt Disney of Japan.
2: It's like going to Dollar General to buy <laughs> it <is. Disney> movies.
0: <laughs> it is. It's a Lion King is a much better adaptation of what that was. Yeah, you're right. Um, uh, but there's a lot of people that like that. So it's kinda cool to to look at where things came from. Now there are controversy surrounding this that they believe that people that watched Kimba, the White Lion TV series, was inspired to write The Lion King the way that they wrote it. And that has been a source of contention for a while. In that corner, corner. Lion King 2019, directed by Jon Favreau. You may remember him as Tony Stark's pal, Happy Hogan, in the Iron Man and Spider-Man movies. He also worked beside Disney making the Jungle Book adaptation. So, released in July 19th, 2019, the runtime is an hour and 58 minutes. A Rotten Tomatoes score of 53%, which is a 6 out of 10 from the critics. And the audience gave it an A+. So, Lion King... 2019 is officially the 14th live action movie based on the animated features. If you take into consideration three movies that were made in the nineties, which was Roger Kipling's, the jungle book movie distributed by Disney and the 101 Dalmatian movie and its sequel. So overall, if you were looking at live-action adaptations, so Lion King would be the 14th. If we're looking at the new renaissance of live-action films, it would be the 10th. I'm starting with like Alice in Wonderland, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast.
2: On record, what we did, we went to our homes and we watched these movies. Now, I personally refused. and told Rick, I refuse to watch Uh, watch the original Lion King via streaming services. Now, we had to get our VCRs out, which I found one in a junkyard. Um, (laughs) We we had to rewind it uh, because, of course, nobody's rewound it since forever because nobody watches it anymore. But we got got our Lion King out of the big plastic Disney Lion King holder case they had, which was interesting that Disney would always use a bigger case. So you knew that. That's a VHS tape, but this is our VHS tape. We hit rewind,
0: and we've watched that baby. Those cases, by the way, would cut your hands, so be careful. All right, so me and Aaron both used Family Nights to watch both Lion King movies. We took into account of our old VHS uh, nostalgia From 1994, and we watched that with our kids. And then later on the next week, we watched Lion King 2019 on Disney Plus with our kids. So we were able to see the reactions of both movies from our family's experience, which might change our initial thoughts on things so this segment is called our likes dislikes and
2: reactions yeah i'm sitting there watching this this movie and like why what is this junk you know this is this is this is this is uh, I'm mad because things are missing from the first one but then my four-year-old sitting there he's probably didn't even remember it when he watched the first one so for him this is lion king yep this is it. It reminds me of traditions in church. Uh, when we get so focused on one thing yep. that, you know, well, this is how it's always been where the kids today is the same thing for me coming in uh, to a church is, well, I don't understand that because I don't, I don't have the connection that you have to it because I wasn't there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's the same thing. And sometimes we get, we can lose focus of that and see that we, and automatically we'll say, this is, this is horrible content. Right. Uh, because we lose focus of that, that there could be something good here. I agree. We, which we're doing Lion King today. Uh, but like the Jungle Book, I actually enjoyed the newer Jungle
0: Book more than the older Jungle Book. Side note, both of those movies were made by the same guy. John Favreau, they're like, hey, you did the Jungle Book, do the Lion King. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? It was cool to see them photorealistic Uh, even though it's still an animated form. So to say that there's a live-action movie in an animated form, these are both animated. It's just a different version of animation.
2: Yes. Our number one biggest difference, I guess, in the two movies, when you really think about it, um, getting into this, um, is one looks more real. The the biggest, like, did you turn your computer on and off again? Like, that's the biggest new thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They went for the realistic animals that would be in those settings. And that's one thing that is a is a negative against the old Lion King is they used, they were like, hey, this is what we want the warthog to look like. This is what we want the this lion to look like. This is what we want this thing to look like. And it wasn't like realistic to some of the animals that were actually in the African plains. Well, there's the jungle Africa and there's the Serengeti Africa. And there's certain animals that don't cross pollinate those things. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so for us to see realistic animals that would be there. It was cool to see Pumbaa look like a real warthog, which some people would be like, that's not my Pumbaa, but that's what it would really look like if he was a realistic warthog in the Serengeti. Yes. Which was cool. I like that. And and uh, I went to Disney a couple years ago, and uh, I got to see the, the little meerkat display, and Taman looked like a meerkat.
2: I will say the only thing that I felt lacking in that sense was I felt like with the The cartoon version, I could feel more of Puma and uh, Timon's emotions.
0: Well, that is one of my biggest criticisms. I'm glad you brought that up. I looked into the production of this. What they wanted to do is they didn't want to be like a a Beverly Hills Chihuahua where the, the mouse moved a lot. And there's this fine line of being hokey, animal talking. Do you remember Milo and Otis? how like Milo and Otis would basically, they would just, they were just animals playing. If you really want to destroy your childhood, you can seek out the documentaries on making of Milo and Otis hint, hint, spoiler, spoiler. There is an, a very ethical reason why we don't use real animals much anymore in movies. And that's why we have CGI, uh, animals running amok everywhere. So, um, if, if there's any question about that, you can seek out those documentaries. They are not for the faint of heart, especially if you loved the adorable Milo and Otis. So I won't do that on that this movie. podcast.
2: I just wanted to be noted. Aaron does not like those type of movies.
0: Well, what I'm saying is, is that those were real animals, and then they would have narration. And it was like mm-hmm. they were psychically talking to each other. Their mouths weren't moving and stuff. This one, they were supposed to be talking to each other, but they weren't able to emote. And that was the really the awesome thing that I loved about the old Lion King that really hits you in the feels when certain characters are dying or hurt or whatever, is that the emotion you would see in the eyes, which isn't realistic. You never see your animals crying like a human being or whatever. That scene where Simba is standing with his dad, he's like, Daddy, wake up. And he starts tearing up in his eyes. Like, I just have to leave the room when that happens in the cartoon. In this one, it kind of fell a little bit because you didn't see him really sad. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't see the eyes or, like, when Scar delivers that line. Uh, in the cartoon, they really have him cutting his eyes and being div- divisive and all that kind of stuff. And in this mm. one, he's just kind of like, hey. <laughs> kind of standing there. And so you don't see it in the eyes as much.
2: He just looked mangy. He didn't look like... Well, I I thought that was
0: kind of cool, though, because... Nobody looks like what Scar looks like. No lions really look that artistically crazy. But this one looked like he had been put through the ringer, which was kind of cool. And one thing that I did like about the new one is that it it subtly said that Scar had tried to attempt the throne before and that Mufasa handed him his butt. He said, didn't you learn your lesson the first time you tried to oppose me? And he's like, yeah, I won't do that again. Mufasa and him fought and that's why he's all jacked up. And so now he's going to be that calm, calculating bad guy that does his thing behind the scenes and is not going to come at him with brawn but with brain another good thing that they had going for them that they won some bonus points is that they used darth vader himself james earl jones man wouldn't it be awesome to be able to get him to do our voicemail messages his dulcet tones i was so glad that he was in this movie
2: that was that was really a relief yeah but then I did not like the voice actors they picked for other stuff.
0: I thought Pumbaa's actor sounded a little bit like the original one, a little I bit. Just
2: didn't, I couldn't, I didn't feel it. He had his own wordage to some stuff and it just sounded ridiculous.
0: Like they break the fourth wall kind of thing and he goes, Pumbaa, not in front of the kids. But they went ahead and said the word that he cut out before. And my mm. kids laughed, of course, because they like potty humor. But I was like, oh, they didn't have to do that. I like that old line where they cut it off.
2: Yeah, it was, I think it was funnier. That just felt awkward to me.
0: I, I'll tell you what I did like about them is when they would, like, do lines and get chased and they would be singing and then go into a scream in the jungle. Ah! They did break the fourth wall, but they basically were like, hey, do you remember Beauty and the Beast? And I was like, man, I would have rather them had the ukulele and do the, like, if you want a taste meal, if you want to taste a tasty
3: treat. You
2: can be a big pig too. <sighs> and I understand they're trying to be more realistic. Yeah, but come on now, they're still Timon and Pumbaa doing singing and being ridiculous. So it's okay, you know. Have them do something ridiculous. Yeah, you know. I was sad whenever they did the um, yeah. the big song. I just can't wait to be king. And they didn't do the the Tower of Animals. I do not like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that um, would have been hard in CG. I don't but, it you, but it would have looked
2: epic. It would have looked epic. It would
0: have. Like, I'll be honest with you. I loved the animation. I thought it was a great animation style. But I mm. am just, I guess I'm an old curmudgeon. And um, I get, I get kind of nervous and anxiety when I see too much CGI. And there's times where the light would hit it a certain way and I could tell it was CGI. And it would just take me totally out of it. But it was good. I mean, it was good for what it was. I mean... I'll tell you this. I I think they gave they gave certain characters more to do, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I like that they gave. Um, I forgot what her name was, but she was the Whoopi Goldberg character in in the original, the leader of the hyenas. Yeah, I, know I
2: think they cool. did. The, I think that was an intentional thing to play on, because um, there's too much. I think it was. They, they, their idea is what what a lot of the movies are doing nowadays, right. where there's too much male dominance yeah. in the movie, so it was to give it a little more female authority. And
0: it when they yeah, when they too. do the turn,
2: it was it felt more believable.
0: Yes, like they, the they hi, did that the whole Alliance. hyena thing. Yes,
2: the whole hyena thing felt more yes. believable. I love the first one. I do think the way they did it this time is smarter, but I'm still impartial. I think is the issue. I right. mean, there was little things though. There's little details that like. Like, uh, I don't know if you noticed Rafiki's staff is gone.
0: Yeah. Well, you're getting to a bl- big glaring thing for me. I think they basically made it where Rafiki didn't have a big role in this movie at all. Like, they took a lot of his good lines away. Like, mm-hmm. they did the whole thing where Simba basically came to his understanding by himself. Rafiki did kind of like intercede a little bit, but in the original movie, Rafiki had some really good lines. And that stick that you mentioned, played a really important role in telling him about the past. He hits him in the head, remember, in the original one with the stick? Mm-hmm. And he goes, that hurt. And he goes, that's like the past. The past hurts sometimes. And then he swings it it's again. and he beautiful Remember? Remember?
2: Yes, and it was such a beautiful moment that, that was it, taken away. Yes.
4: And oh, he, they I, took I that away from him. I love that. Him. And I was like, I Man. love
2: it so
0: much. Looks like the winds are changing.
4: Ah, uh, change is good.
0: Yeah, but it's not easy. I know what I have to do, but going back means I'll have to face my past. I've been running from it for so long. Ow! Jeez, what was that for? It doesn't matter. It's in the past. <laughs> yeah, but it still hurts. Oh, yes, the past can't
1: hurt. But the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. Ah! You see? So what are you going to do? First...
3: I'm gonna take your stick.
1: No 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 stick Hey Where are you going? I'm
2: going back. It's... That was probably personally one of my least favorite things yes. was that they took like they took little moments like that that I thought was just wonderful. But having those moments there was so I thought it was so much more important and they took that away. And I didn't understand because there's things like that you took away. Right. Uh, so you could add in other things that didn't but pay off uh, as much. Yeah, that's kind of my thing, is it didn't pay off as well as it could have. Um, you know, but like, like I said, The Hyenas, that, that was good. I'm glad you did that. You know, I'm glad um, the movie was, I think, 30 minutes longer because yes. I suppose they added more into it. Yeah. But in some aspects, it wasn't too feel like there long, was more, in my opinion. Well, I didn't feel like there was more there. Right. You know, I they took out what was the Morning Report song. Yeah. Yeah they, they took out this awesome song.
0: John Oliver was really cool. I liked oh, the I line about with, Dunno. I like the rec- he's like yeah, my brother like was that. thought he was a woodpecker. <laughs> I laughed at that out loud. I thought that was really I, funny. I
2: thought I actually thought um uh him Scar Mufasa I was completely fine with character like yeah. those but one of them of course is the same guy but those 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 didn't bother me. Simba um I don't know if it was, it was, that was a weird one. What, like the adult or the next, kid one? The kid one. I didn't mind. I didn't mind adult Simba. I don't know. I know what
0: it was. You were missing you some Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And in your mind, no one else could compare.
2: I guess what bothered me about it is I felt like the one from the cartoon, he sounded more insecure because he was just a kid trying to be bigger than who he is. Yeah, and yeah, I so love really the have genuineness,
0: an though. I will tell you this, the little kid that did the acting for this movie, I, I was just floored when I saw this one part where, you know, he he basically has the Joseph talk with his uncle where he's like, hey, one day you're going to bow down to me and I get to tell you what to do. You know, I was like, whoa! You know, he's sitting there beside his uncle thinking his uncle loves him and he's like telling him, like, I'm going to get to tell you what to do one day. They, they really... Flesh that out a little bit where you could just see the malice. We saw Scar, but we weren't, you know, Simba wasn't looking at Scar. He was looking off at his kingdom and just saying Mm -hmm. over his shoulder, like, yeah, you're going to have to bow down to me one day. And you're just like, oh, man, golly, this guy's trying to, like, get rid of you and you don't even know it. He's right here beside you. You know, that kind of thing. I thought that was kind of creepy in a way, like more creepier than it was in the cartoon, because in the cartoon, you just know that he's a bad guy. You know, what I mean, he just looks yeah. like a bad guy. And this one, he's kind of like, like you said, he's scrappy and didn't look like he was really a threat, really.
2: You you notice more that most likely the scar he got was from his brother. I mean, they, they did fix a plot hole, you know, when uh, Simba falls down the cliff and the hyena is leaving. Uh, he didn't fall all the way down. You know, they, they fixed some plot holes. Now he's left some leering plot holes of how the lion didn't die when he couldn't eat when he was walking in the middle of the desert. But whatever, whatever. I'm going <laughs> to leave that one alone. That no one's still there. That actually made it worse, but whatever.
0: Wait, when he was just kind of like in the desert walking before? Yeah, he was when he's just walking. Yeah,
2: was just walking randomly in the desert, uh, in the middle of the like look like the Sierra Desert.
0: <laughs> and- <laughs> I think it would have been more plausible because they did make a a more like African desert looking desolate area when hmm. Timon and Pumbaa found him, which was more in line with what? They should have just went
2: straight to that cartoon. and cut that whole thing out. Like him walking, that should have just not been there. Yeah. It's like, now you're stupid. in, you just, okay. you wasted my now time. In Egypt? How did this. you get in Egypt? That, that, <laughs> that, that whole scene, wasted my time. So like you could have cut you're, that you're and put my morning of... report back.
0: Yeah, guys, if you, if you, if you're, if you're kind of questioning things, go look at a map of Africa. And look at where the crescent is of where he's supposed to be. Like, how did he get that far <laughs> like east? Like east, right? It was east. Yes. He got super east. Like It was ridiculous.
2: <laughs> now I get it they wanted to separate him because uh for him to run into Timon and Puma and have his adventure, he had to be far enough away where nobody would have known where he was. Right. I get that.
0: But I think But he, he would have hit more away. jungle, wouldn't he I mean he would have. He just didn't he my idea. He would have died. Oh man, they could have had a cross crossover the Jungle Book, <laughs> Or he just he runs died. through it. it that didn't would have been make awesome. sense. <laughs>
2: um, they did improve. I thought the Alex skate thing was wonderfully improved by Zazu, actually, uh, because it was I more obvious that. what Zazu was doing. Yes. Um, it really like gave I,
0: Zazu something to do. It actually and it, like, made me
2: think yeah. back to the original and I'm like, oh, now it actually made it make more sense for me.
0: Yeah, I almost wanted them to have Narabi give her permission to go in a way, too. But I loved it because, see, I thought that's what was going to happen is Narabi was going to say, because they held that whole scene before that where he asked her to come to dinner. He's like, come to dinner with me. She's like, no, I thought she was going to say, hey, I'll go to dinner with you. And that's what I thought it was going to show that Narabi kind of sacrificed, you know, putting her pride aside and saying, yes, I will go with you, Scar. But just to give her a way out. So I thought that's why they put that whole scene there. You know, Chekhov's gun kind of thing in a movie is like why they do certain things. So they could have like totally cut that whole scene.
2: I perceive cannot could not stand Seth rogan as Pumbaa for one he can't sing and this huge Akuna matana number and he is a horrible singer and that to me was I, I I couldn't get over that I could never I could I just I couldn't do it I needed the when I was like young I needed that yeah I needed and
0: I and, and I'll tell you this like um I thought it was really cool that when he says he was a young warthog, we actually saw a young warthog instead of, like, Pumbaa. Like, in the original yes. cartoon, it's just Pumbaa. I was like, oh, it's a baby pig. This is awesome. Yes. I didn't like that, too. <laughs> My kids went, oh! I don't like that they said the word. Because I always liked it when they look at the screen and he goes, not in front of the kids, Pumbaa. You know? I always loved... I, I And that's just me, like, nostalgia. Which I probably wouldn't
2: have... I wouldn't have... I probably wouldn't have minded the whole switch of the the farting because they gave a hint back what happened before yeah um but i just couldn't i couldn't get over uh, seth Rogen. well I, i'm not a big seth rogan fan period i
0: didn't mind i thought he did embody some of the 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 funniness of pumbaa i liked his in pumbaa he's got like a real baritone kind of uh, 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 you know voice and mm. seth rogan tried to do that i think to make him sound like the Pumbaa that we're used to and Timon took a little while for me to get used to it. But I realized that Timon had to like carry a lot of the musical stuff. And the guy that they got to be yep. Timon was a musical, had musical background. So he yeah. had to carry that. So they had to Which get I, somebody that was closer. I didn't mind
2: Timon. I didn't well, care about okay. Scar being switched. I had very little concerns with the Simba thing that I mentioned before. And it was only young Simba. Nala didn't bother me uh Zazu I thought was wonderful actually I Zazu thing I you could have told me it was the same actor I probably wouldn't have noticed uh (laughs) the hyenas didn't bother me as much um what did you think about the weird antelope scene that was kind of added on
0: oh where he goes hey (laughs) I thought it was a commercial for the Georgia lottery (laughs) to be honest (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen those commercials where they're like (laughs) but I thought it was kind of cool where he's like hey buddy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll be honest with you. I thought it was, it kind of caught me off guard, which was kind of cool because in the original cartoon, I didn't know what was happening. And then like all of a sudden Nala comes out of nowhere and you're like, it's Nala. Right. So I thought that was the Nala scene. And so it caught me off guard and I was like, that's Nala. You know? So I thought that was kind of cool. I
2: I think I would not have. I think if it was a little, like, I felt like it was a little rushed in and rushed out. Yeah. Other than that, I was okay with it like i it's like why is this just random a- because we didn't see it. like if we would have saw him somewhere like saw him interact somehow like during the song sequence or something or like like intentionally interact during the songs i would it would have made more sense was for he
0: me. was he not in there though
2: like I think he was, but I, it was more just of a not background. intentional. Yeah, I don't think it was intentional enough. And if it would have been a little more intentional, like if he would have randomly had that conversation with one of the characters, like if they would have literally segued straight out of the dance number into that conversation, that would have made more sense for me. Yeah. But it didn't, like it just, I don't know, it just felt weird.
0: Um, I'll tell you, I I think I've got an idea why though. But I didn't hate it. a little cross promotional. Okay, so I don't know, I know you have younger kids, but I think they were trying to pay an homage to some characters from the Lion Guard, probably. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like in, Which in the Lion, the Lion Guard,
2: Guard is the weirdest Lion King thing ever.
0: <laughs> Disney Junior for kids,
2: little kids. It's it's like uh, it's like a wannabe Power Rangers, but with Lion <laughs> King characters. It's weird. Well, I okay think what it. they
0: did is they they added a lot of different little characters. If there was this vista in the middle of Africa where they had water, grass. There would be other animals there. Like, that was the thing that was weird about in the other movie, is that there was no other animals there in the original movie, where it was just like, oh, this is the the Mirage. This is Taman's little bungalow, where they actually made it more lived in, where there were animals, and they were kind of trying to get over the fact that the king of the jungle was was in there with them, and they were kind of scared about it, which was kind of cool, in a way. Now I did like the
2: uh I I well, I'm indifferent, but I think it was an interesting thing where they did the whole clump of hair thing. <laughs> I will say it's kinda like it goes takes you back to the Spider Man thing in uh in Endgame or whatever. Uh not in game but in uh, Infinity Wars. Um how did he you know, it plot hole, how did he know it was was uh Simba's? It could have been any old lines. Right. Well, how do you you know? I think the reason they did
0: this, I think the re—I think how we get around this is because you don't see any other male lions, and you have to look at the dichotomy of what a what a lion's den would be. I think that's how he knew is because there there shouldn't be another lion around that has that kind Mm -hmm. of hair. But it's like, how long was that hair around? Especially if it was in the the dung beetle, right?
2: Because if that was his that was from his mane. He yeah. didn't have a mane when he left.
0: Right. Exactly. So, I know. I know.
2: But he knows that a, it's not scarfing.
0: So he could yeah, be I'm like, oh, There's
2: a lot of plot issues. It looked I, cool, though. It yeah. did look cool. That, it did that's look cool. That's the reason I'm, cool, like, I'm indifferent is because it looked cool.
0: But you know what it did, too? Which I, I didn't like it at first, and I hated it. And I was like, why are you sniffing hair that just came out of a dung beetles, whatever? And you're like, yay. <laughs> but it goes back to the circle of life. Yes. It pay, like you just had a song about not caring about that, you know, because they just talked about, you know, they have that whole day about. Yeah, they brought it back. They make fun of fan. like the circle of life. And he's like, yeah, the circle of life's not a big that's not real. That's not real. This is, you know, and I was like, whoa. And then they did the whole thing where the, the wind brings the hair. And it goes through all the different things, and it goes from mm. this to food to the grass to this to the dung, and then it comes back up. Yeah, it was it
2: was a nice little. I thought it was nice.
0: Yeah, so I thought it was cool. Um, I just it, you're right. It brings it. It's that the ending is the only thing a, that messes me up. So, is like uh, thinking about it too hard. It's like, can I just enjoy my entertainment without thinking about it? <laughs> if you think the, about anything too much, it just doesn't work.
2: The biggest issue is still that the fact that we are still aching some baking. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wow! If you're hungry for a hunk of fat and juicy meat, eat my body
1: from here because the end of the Coming down the line, Honest am a tasty swine. All you have to do is get in line. Ah, you Yep. 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 For some bacon. Yep. 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 He's a big pig. Yep. Yep. You can be a big pig too.
0: After these messages,
3: we'll be right back. You, my dear friends, can get LEAD Volunteers (laughs) today. That's leadvolunteers.com, or you can go to the Childish Behavior Ministries site, go to the bottom of the page, click the LEAD Volunteers link. It's going to be epic, and you too can learn how to better LEAD
2: volunteers. Now, let's
1: pause for Childish Behavior commercial break.
3: Wait. But what, what is this? What? What do you want? You meant to read what? What what is this? This, this is an ad. Don't we have enough ads already? Um. Uh, whatever. I'll read it, but I'm going to hate it already. I'm just going to tell you that I'm going to hate it. Um wait, what does it say? Does this Are you serious? We have a merch site now? Like like we can get shirts and like a hoodie or a hat. Uh what about what about like a, a button? I can get a button too. It's pretty epic. I like buttons. So you want me to plug our merch site? And tell tell everybody here that we, if they go over to childishbehaviorministries.com, which is our which is our new website we just opened up, and they click the button on the front page that says childish behavior merch, they're gonna take them to our merch website and they can get them some childish behavior merch. That's what you want me to tell them. That's it. Nothing, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm gonna tell this, are we making anything off of this? Or is this like a, everything else we do where we are literally just, we're basically just breaking even. We're breaking even again. So why are we doing it? Oh, okay, okay. So people can promote Childish Behavior. And so so that we can we can ex- we can can spread our focus and reach, reach new people and, and let them know about Childish Behavior Podcast so that they too can enjoy this content and they can be uplifted through the crazy antics that is Childish Behavior. You know what? I'll do it. I don't hate it completely, and I'm sorry. So as I already said, you've already heard, go to ChildishBehaviorMinistries.com, click the button, get your Childish Behavior swag on, this has been Aaron, Lates!
4: Are you a Total Divas fan? Are you a Total Bellas fan? Have you always kept up with the Kardashians? Man, oh man, we have a show for you. Not brought to you by Ryan Seacrest or his production company. Total Childish Behavior, the TV show. Ever wanted to watch behavior that's totally childish, spaz unique, mind-blowing and glowing, entertaining? Then this is the show for you. Only thing is, couldn't even get cable, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Facebook Watch, YouTube TV, or even the free channels you get when you purchase a smart TV to pick up this show. One day, folks, one day, religiously check all of these applications. Total Childish Behavior, the TV show, coming
1: soon. Hopefully.
4: Have you ever thought to yourself, what is Victoria's secret? What is she hiding? How many licks does it really take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? How was LeVar Burton on Star Trek and the host of Reading Rainbow at the same time? Where in the world really is Carmen Sandiego? Did Dr. Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap ever actually leap home? If you really want answers like these, then boy oh boy, do we have the deal for you. For three easy payments of $7.82, you can, possibly, have these answers with the purchase of the Ask Aaron doll, the Ask Aaron doll. Will your answers be correct? (laughs) Probably not. But hey, it's tax season, why not frivolously spend some money and find out, remember, the Ask for Arendal or Ask Arendal, it's hours of countless answers. Maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. The Ask Arendal for three easy payments of $7.82. It can be yours. Remember, Ask Arendal.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by The Praise Taser. Do you find yourself having worship every Sunday or Wednesday night, and there's a few students, and maybe even a few leaders, leaning against the wall, talking to their neighbor, laying flat on their back like they're taking a nap, or playing Angry Birds on their phone? Is that even popular anymore? Well... We're gonna solve your problem. We want to give people a healthy nudge in the right direction. What we do is we use a non-lethal electrical pulse to turn their frown upside down and to let them know it's not time to talk right now. If you call now in the next 60 seconds, we will send you a free senior Pastor, praise, taser, caller for when your pastor exceeds a reasonable time limit. Ah! Call now. Operators are standing by. The number is one 800 one 800 555 Hashtag Derp 75 Again, that number was one 800 one 800 one 555 Hashtag Derp75 Change in lives. One worship service at a time. Welcome back to Pop Culture Showdown. Final thoughts. In my humble opinion, I believe these two movies can coexist and... Not hurt the other. Um, you will have people that will like one and not like the other. And I think the message that the Lion King was trying to uh, display was redemption, um, good triumphing over evil, and uh, a restoration of of good when bad has triumphed and I think both of these stories can stand on their own and you can choose which one is your favorite for me it might be nostalgia I will always enjoy the cartoon probably better than the 2019 edition and that's just my opinion um I did get joy out of the 2019 edition. I enjoyed it. I loved seeing the joy in my children's eyes and we discussed a lot and uh there were different nuances. Um I think it's just uh the time in my life that I saw the Lion King cartoon. It just uh spoke to me in a in a big way and uh it's okay. Uh, that there's two different mediums to choose from. And you know what? There'll probably be another remake before I have great-grandchildren. So I'm not going to get mad at something like this. This does not destroy my childhood. Um, If anything, this shares a story with people that might not give the old Stuff a chance, and in that perspective, and the story of Lion King wins. So, and that's just my two cents about it, just like you said a minute ago about how we look at churches and look at things that we did. This does not destroy your childhood. I heard a lot of people going, This destroys my childhood. They didn't delete the old cartoon, that, yeah, and they're not so making right. you so watch this. this new one. So, go back and watch the cartoon. Like, you don't ever yeah. have to watch this ever again, you know, if you don't want to. Yeah.
2: Changes, is, change isn't always bad just because we may not like some of it. Yeah. You know, and we're, we you can prefer wrote, something. Yeah. And that's fine, you know. And I, I mean, I said it before. I like, and I hope we eventually do this with the Jungle Book. I like the newer Jungle Book better than the older one because the older one, Uh, Did not stick as closely to the dynamic, social dynamics of the book that I love. You know, because I like the jungle book, the actual book, where there's a social dynamic of the the wolves and the, you know, there's a whole thing there going on, which is much cooler to me than just singing a song. The songs are fun, but that was much cooler, you know, and so I like the newer jungle
0: book better than the older one. It's okay to have both of these mediums and be okay with both of them. And some people, I'll just be honest with you. Like my wife even told me this. She's like, there's some movies that, that are older that she just can't watch sometimes because they didn't age well. And it takes her mm-hmm. out of the movie if it ages bad, right? Yep, and so like, well, for the new kids, it's cool that they're still getting a really good tale that has some really cool, I think some really cool spiritual things in it and mm-hmm. like we talk about a lot of times I, I I mean these filmmakers and stuff are just using the story of God's redemption and his love and they're they're repurposing it for their story but it was mm-hmm. a story that's old as time it is it, it's in the Bible I love this story of like the prodigal son coming home you know and and, and returning to make the balance right there's something about those kind of stories are just awesome uh.
2: Let's go ahead and, and segue to the greatest point in this whole thing. And that's what we keep going back to. And what we can learn from something like this is, is just like in churches, you know, the change happens and not all change is bad. You know, should we respect the past? Yes, we should ultimately respect the past and learn from the past. But should we be willing to grow? Always we should be willing to yep. grow. And I don't think I don't think growing takes anything away. I think growing is exactly what God wants us to do. It doesn't take away from God. And Here's the weird thing about it is just like, like you said, at the very beginning, Lion King was originally made off of Hamlet. Yep. Just like the way we did do stuff here was originally based off of something else. You know, and that's something you can take take home to your churches is, is yeah, you do this this way. Well, you know where, where that came from originally? It was they did it this way. You know, and it, it's we're all building upon something that was came from before. Right. You know, and, and there are going to be good things about it and there's going to be bad things about it. And the ultimate thing here that we need to learn and, and grow from is that we can take things to a better place. And, and as long as we're following God, and honoring who God is, then good things are going to happen. Now, I'm not saying Lion King did that, but I'm saying that's how to take what we can take away from it as people in youth ministry and children's ministry and family ministry. Yeah. And whatever ministry you're doing.
0: That yeah, and true I true. think I this is a really cool story, too, that I love. It's just I think we need more good podcast. stories of redemption and reconciliation and mm-hmm. knowing that evil might be there and it might mm-hmm. wring its head and it might do some terrible things and it might hurt you. But it ultimately does never takes away from what God's best and what he's going to right. do for you. I thought Which it was cool. teaches
2: us that all tradition isn't bad. You know, I think that's what ultimately teaches there is not all tradition is bad, but not all change is bad either. Yeah. And that's the, the underlining message that I could ever take from this is not all change is bad, not all tradition is bad either. So, And that has been Life Lessons from Our Couches.
4: Of the the canon, bada bing, bada boom, childish behavior still in your room. And welcome to another edition of Out of the Canon with your host, Matt Cannon. That's me. This one's going to be quick, short, straight to the point. We've been discussing Disney and the revamps of all their movies the cartoon versions versus the live action versions. One of the big ones was Lion King versus the Lion King. You may agree, you may disagree, you may love me, you may hate me after this, but. The original OG cartoon version of The Lion King is hands down way, 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 way better. The new version of The Lion King, they had made it where their mouse didn't match up. It was a delayed response. To me, it was almost like comparing it to Elon Musk making the truck. That he made that look like a spaceship that I drew when I was in first grade. And then he threw the rock at the window and it shattered. So you may love me, you hate me, but one thing's for sure. You'll never forget that the original OG cartoon of the Lion King is the best there is. The best there was. The best there ever will be. Disney quit trying to remake stuff when it's not perfect. You already ruined the perfection. The best characters of the Lion King are Timon and Pumbaa. Hands down. This has been another edition of Out of the Canon with your host. This was a quick version. Matt Cannon, that's me.
1: One of the best books I have ever read was entitled Three Signs of a Miserable Job by Patrick Lencioni. Now Patrick Lencioni is a wonderful leadership leadership author and this book changed everything for me. The concept was actually quite simple. There were three signs of a miserable job, anonymity, immeasurement and irrelevance. Now anonymity. This is being unknown or invisible in a role or in a job. Everybody wants to be known by someone. Do do you realize that your volunteers might feel lost alone and and not even known by you as their leader? They they may not feel known by you. This is a sign of a miserable volunteer. Immeasurement. This This is a term that Patrick Lencioni actually just made up. It's actually the inability to measure. A measurement is not knowing how to measure if you hit a home run, a single, or you struck out for the day. People need to know whether or not they're winning. They, they, They need to know as as they volunteer in your area, whether or not they were successful on any given day. As leaders, we need to provide volunteers with a clear metric for what it looks like to win in this role. Not knowing if you're successful or not, that is a sign of a miserable volunteer. And the last one is irrelevance. A miserable job is doing work that really doesn't matter at all. Our work in ministry, it really is important, it really does matter, but, but it's your job as the leader to help connect the dots for people to see why their work matters. Not being able to see your work and that your work matters to the Kingdom of God, that is a sign of a miserable volunteer. I want to help you. I want to help you make sure that your volunteers do not have a miserable job. One way that I've done this is by creating leadvolunteers.com. We, we help you to have processes and systems so volunteers do not feel anonymous. We provide step-by-step processes to ensure that volunteers know exactly what their job is and whether or not they've wanted that job. In addition, we help you provide a strong sense of purpose so that volunteers don't feel like their job is irrelevant. We are here to help. Join LEAD Volunteers today.
0: Check us out on Facebook at Childish Behavior Podcast. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out at www.childishbehaviorministry.com. We have a merch page and All the proceeds of what we make off of that goes back into this ministry. Just know that uh, we do it because we want to be able to do more of this. Hey, why I got you guys. I just want you to remember that caring is sharing. Share our podcast with your friends, your neighbors, your dogs, cats, whatever. We don't care. Share This podcast and get the world out about childish behavior. If you could, uh, please go on your app of choice, whatever you use, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever. And if you could like, uh, subscribe, give us five stars if you feel generous and um, leave a review. You will be put in the running each week. we podcast we will go to that list we'll put the names in uh, a hat or put you on one of our magical spinning wheels and we'll choose you that way Uh, so the chances right now for you to win are amazing so please 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 if you can help us with that it helps us get into more ear holes and for more people to hear about us. Have a great day, and thank you in advance. And everyone, please remember, Hakuna Matata. And don't go to the dark place, stay where the light touches. And always, 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 stay childish, my friends. All
3: right, Hakuna Matata means no worries for the rest of your day. It's our problem-free
0: philosophy,
3: Hakuna Matata, bye.
0: Stay childish, my friend. Ooh yeah.